All right, it's been a while since I've been on the mic doing some kind of podcast for all my podcast channels. Been busy, been doing a lot of things for school and for work. Work's gotten me crazy, doing a lot of overtime at work and school with, you know, you guys who know and follow me. I do coach a high school football team, so my spare time when I'm not podcasting goes to them. So it's been a crazy, hectic week, but I'm back doing a podcast. And for you guys who follows me and watches Eric B's daily vlogs, stay tuned. I got some news for you guys at the end. But today we're going to talk about how crazy downhill spiral San Francisco is getting into. And a lot of you guys are like, Eric, talk about something that we can relate with. Well, you San Franciscans that live in San Francisco, that's tired of the crime, that's tired of what's going on. You guys are going to want to hear this. So we'll talk about this more on the other side of the break. So let's get this started. You're listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. The Daily Podcast with Eric B. Welcome everyone, it's The Daily Podcast and I'm your host, Eric B. I got Beachstrumental playing in the background. Apple Music Chill is what we're going to be playing today. But yes, for you guys who follows everything that's going on in san francisco for you guys who are sitting here and we listen to a lot of things on the news san francisco is not where it's supposed to be right now we're going downhill and if you guys are like what's going downhill eric what do you mean going downhill well you guys may know all the things that's going on in san francisco the crime rate the breaking windows the smash and grabs all these things that the DA and the mayor's office is not doing to prosecute anybody is still going on. From what happened with Chesa Bodine, with everyone saying, okay, we got to get rid of Chesa Bodine because he's not doing, doing his job as a district attorney. And then we end up getting Brooke Jenkins, who's supposed to be helping us out as well. And for her not to do anything either, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. For you guys who watch the news or listen to the news, you guys heard about the what happened over on Sanchez and 19th Street. So apparently, some guys carjacks or some people carjacks a driver, takes their car, and then runs into the Sanchez Street stairs. Practically almost, if there was pedestrians down there, if there was a car walking by, they would have took them out. But I'm going to let you listen to KTVU News. Again, I go by KTVU a lot. So you guys can listen to what they say on them. After a couple days, they arrested two people and they decided not to charge them. So listen to what they say right here. Live San Francisco police say they have arrested two people in connection with a carjacking and crash that happened over the weekend. Police say they arrested 36-year-old Kevin Nelson and 31-year-old Jennifer Bonham yesterday. This all started on Saturday night around 7 o'clock when police say a victim was carjacked near 19th and Dolores Streets. Police say those suspects then drove off and crashed straight through a metal railing at the dead end of Cumberland Street. And in dramatic fashion, that car careened down the 
hillside over trees and landed on its roof on Sanchez at 19th Streets. Witnesses say there were five people inside that car at the time of the crash, so police may be looking for more suspects. Authorities say no one was injured. All right, so they caught them, but they decided not to charge them. And why? Why are they not charging them? I mean, the news right the news right here, you know, reading off KTVU, it says prosecutors declined to file charges against the two people arrested in connection with the dramatic crash in San Francisco, which involved a stolen vehicle that careened down the stairs, like I said in the movie or in the news. According to the San Francisco District Attorney Office, the charges has been discharged at this time, citing the need for further investigation and unavailability of witnesses. I mean, Jesus Christ, the video is right here. The video shows four or five people running away. What other what other evidence do you need? I mean, they carjacked somebody. That should be evidence enough. And they destroyed property. They destroyed property. I mean, they if you guys are familiar with Sanchez and Cumberland there's these nice stairs. San Francisco's filled of filled with stairs. You know, stairs. There's popular stairs in the city left and right. So Cumberland and Sanchez is another set of stairs. It ends on 19th and Sanchez. Then you gotta walk up these stairs. The community does a good job of making sure the stairs look presentable. So people come come pay homage, pay visits, do all these things. Again, there's stairs filled out throughout San Francisco. Moraga Street stairs are probably the most visited ones here in San Francisco because they're tiled stairs. There's a whole history behind it. You guys go Google that, look it up why they do that. That's not what I'm talking about today. So they take these, they carjack somebody, steal his car. And if you're not a familiar driver in San Francisco, you're going to hit these little one-way streets, these little dead ends. And this person... Either they were afraid, they're afraid somebody was chasing them, but they just watch the video. They go off the edge of the stairs, flies over, and miraculously, none of them dies. None of them dies. All of them survives. All of them finds a way to get out of the car. The two that they see. I'm not sure if those are the two they arrested, but they see them running back up the stairs, which to me, it's like you probably had a concussion because you're running back towards where you came from. There was probably another car up there. There was probably another car that they were waiting for. Maybe that other car that we don't see on film was messing around with them. I mean, there's a lot of speculations what happened. But for the fact that the prosecutors aren't going to charge them, this goes back to the Louis Vuitton theft that happened a couple Christmases ago. When everybody went into Louis Vuitton, they did a smash and grab. It's on social media. Cops got there in time to try to stop some people. They did arrest maybe like five or six people, but some people got away with a handful of Louis Vuitton items. And the prosecutor said there's not enough, not enough to charge them. I want to know what's not enough anymore. 
what's not enough anymore that's why the crime rate in san francisco is ridiculously terrible you're not charging anybody anymore for going into a store and stealing things anymore it's just a slap on the wrist that's pretty much what it is you can't go into you can't even i mean nowadays you can smash and grab cars and if you get caught it's a slap on the wrist there used to be something called grand theft anything over a certain amount of dollars worth it's considered grand theft you can go to jail for that now when you carjack a car or a person in the car I would consider that grand theft. When you're stealing from people, iPhones, iPads, whatever, I would consider that grand theft. Louis Vuitton by itself. Louis Vuitton by itself. You steal one item at Louis Vuitton. It's grand theft. But these prosecutors in San Francisco are so lax, they're so lenient, they're like, nope, I don't want to have to deal with it. Why? Because you want San Francisco to suffer? You want the people who pay the taxes here to suffer? Because that's pretty much what's going on. And I know you guys who are like, God, Eric, we haven't heard from you in a while. And the first thing you come back with is, you know, this. I'm sorry, but this is how I feel right now as a San Franciscan. You know, we're dealing with homeless populations. We're dealing with 10 cities all over the world. We're dealing with smash and grabs all over the city. Prosecutors, the mayor's office, they're not doing anything about it. I spoke to somebody a while ago and he was like, well, Eric, how do you know they're not doing anything about it? Well, because it's getting worse. It's not getting any better. It's not. People are coming into San Francisco from different parts of the Bay Area, robbing people in San Francisco, smashing people's cars and taking whatever they need to take because they know San Francisco's laxed. They know the San Francisco prosecutors aren't going to do anything. And that's pretty much what we have now. The reputation in San Francisco is Go to San Francisco and go steal from somebody because no one's going to say anything. Nothing's going to happen to you. And again, that's pretty much what's going on right now. Nothing's happening here. They're not doing anything. There's no prosecution doing being done. There's no, nobody's going to jail. They're going to jail for like a day, 24 hours, slap them on the wrist and say, we don't have enough for you. Sorry. You guys get out of jail free card. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. We're playing Monopoly and everybody's getting out of jail free is what's going on. Is that fair to us who lives in San Francisco, who has to pay the taxes in San Francisco? No. This is, again, this is the day it happened. I'm going to play the KTVU part of the news this is when it happened and this is the news right here a car full of people flipped over a san francisco staircase this weekend and somehow everyone inside managed to walk away and the entire incident was caught on camera ktv's dave detlin has a closer look at the video as well as reaction from neighbors 
Neighbors telling me this all started with a carjacking. You can see the path the vehicle took, crashing through the metal railing, flying through the trees. The video speaks for itself. It does speak for itself. It's a car crash that has people saying, Oh my God. That is horrible. Holy. God, this how is, the, is there video of that? The people in the residence Home surveillance are talking about captured it. captured Saturday's crash at 19th and Sanchez around 7.20 p.m. Watch as good Samaritans rush in to help as people inside the car climb out. A woman with red hair is heard repeatedly apologizing to someone inside. And then they get out and walk away. That's crazy. They're lucky as hell. Police and first responders say when they arrived on scene, the people involved in the crash were long gone. Sunday, the scene was still buzzing, this time with onlookers taking pictures. There was plenty of debris and caution tape to keep people talking. What's normally a picturesque spot in the neighborhood, now a reminder of what witnesses believe was the end result of an earlier carjacking. The park is you know, really popular, so I think it attracts a lot of locals that love to use the park, but unfortunately it attracts some people that aren't or, you know, bad behaviors. And it's clear the debris still needs to be cleaned up as well as repairs made. We're told this investigation is ongoing. In San Francisco, Dave Detling, KTVU, Fox 2 News. So again, it's kind of crazy how they're letting, you know, that, that, the way that happened. And, and if you guys watch the video again, go to KTVU. It's all on KTVU. It's there. Um, if you watch the people getting out of the car whatever they stole prior whatever they stole before because i'm pretty sure they stole from some some places because the video alone shows them throwing bags out of their car bags i'm talking about like shopping bags whether they bought this legally or they stole it i'm not sure but they're throwing it out of the car and to them Whatever is in those bags are more important than their lives. That's all it is. And, and again, it's, it's annoying. It's annoying as a San Franciscan. The Daily Podcast with Eric B. Because we sit here and we pay taxes. We walk to work every day. I walk to work every day. And every day I got to look over my shoulder because I don't feel safe walking to work. You know, it's always hard to take your cell phone out when you're getting a text message and it's work related or it's personal text messages. You know, I don't want to take my phone out because I'm afraid somebody in a car is looking at me and they just want to rob me from my phone. Nowadays, with iPhones being able, you, you can, you know, turn your iPhone off from anywhere if your phone gets stolen or if you lose it. But it's not it's not. It's not the the personal thing that's getting lost. You know, if they steal my phone, that's fine. That's replaceable. It's the mental part of it. The mental part of me getting robbed. The mental part of me living in San Francisco where I spent, you know, 40 plus years in. And this is what's happening to us San Franciscans. And the DA, the mayor's office, the police chief, no matter what the police chief says, Nothing is happening. The city's more, more, they're more on to 
let's go put our new pickleball court in the Palace of Fine Arts. Let's build this new residential thing for, for these people. You know, but nothing in San Francisco about, you know, let's stop the crime. Let's stop the drug use. Let's stop this. Let's stop that. You don't hear that on the news. All you hear is they're trying. They're trying. San Francisco is supposed to be one of the most visited cities in the West Coast. And the first thing a tourist would tell you in San Francisco is be careful when you're walking around the streets. Be careful. There's a video going around on TikTok. See if I can find it. Charles Barkley calls out San Francisco. And everybody hates Charles. Everybody's like, oh, Charles, you suck. Charles this, Charles that. It was one of the times where the Warriors was in the championship. It could have been last year. And Charles Barkley says, San Francisco is the dirtiest city that he's visited. He's not the only one that said that. Any of you guys who watch Joe Coy, when Joe Coy came out to San Francisco, he said the same thing. These are non-San Franciscans that lives in, that comes to visit San Francisco. That's telling us San Francisco is dirty. Beach Trementos. Apple Music Chill. You can download this or listen to it on Apple Music. Just a bunch of lo-fi music or just a bunch of beats and chill kind of music. Usually my favorite. I go between this and I go between this one right here. This one's called Bedtime Beats and I go between both of them a lot. And it's one of those cool, just listen to it. This one's called Bedtime Beats. Again, Apple Music Sleep. You can find this on Apple Music. But yes, we're living in a day and age where we want to be comfortable walking into a Safeway, walking into a Walgreens. They have to implement this whole new program here in San Francisco and some of the Safeways where you can walk in through a turnstile. And then when you walk out, you have to scan your receipt. I mean, I, I, you know, I applaud companies for trying to come up with ways to stop people from stealing, stop people from shoplifting, stop people from doing whatever they have to do, but it's not going to work. They put those turnstiles in BART, Muni, right? So you have to pay to get in, pay to get out or, or use your ticket to get in and all that other stuff. People still find a way to go over them. They do. So if you guys watch any of the news and you guys see what they're doing to some of the Safeways, I think it's two of the Safeways here in San Francisco that they're doing it. I heard one in the Mission Excelsior District. I'm sure the one here in the Western Edition is going to be next. And I think there's one on Market and Church is the second one. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure the Western Edition will be next. The Western Edition, high crime rate, 
you can't go into that Safeway without watching somebody steal. It could be some gum, it could be some soda, it could be anything small, it could be a pack of steaks. And I, I'm not kidding. I've seen people steal a pack of steaks before. It's pretty bad. It's bad there. But what else can you do? What else can people do? I mean, you go there, you need your stuff, you need your essentials, you got to buy your things. And then when you're there, you just happen to have people stealing right in front of you. I mean, it's sad when you walk into any store. I walk into Target and I have to call someone just for contact lens solution. Can I please get a box of contact lens solution? Because those are what people steal. How bad is that? What world do we live in that we have to call somebody because we want deodorant? Deodorant. We're just trying to keep ourselves clean. But then they want us to have deodorant. Or they want us to call them for deodorant. This is how bad it's becoming. Why? Because there's a lot of people stealing. There's a lot of people shoplifting. There's a lot of people stealing from us that it's causing everything that we want to be locked up. And why? Because the prosecutors, the mayor's office, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Does it start from the leaders here in San Francisco or does it start from Sacramento, the governor's office? Is the governor's office saying, nope, don't prosecute because that's more than what we need right now? I don't know. If Gavin Newsom's trying to be president, trying to run for president, or if he's one of those guys that's like, hey, I want to run for president. The first thing the world is going to look at, the United States is going to look at is San Francisco. That's the first thing. He's not he's not doing anything to combat San Francisco and he's from San Francisco he was an ex-mayor of San Francisco there was a point in my life where I, I was like man Gavin Newsom's the man Gavin Newsom's gonna be the next mayor Gavin Newsom's gonna be this Gavin Newsom's gonna be that but he's not focusing on what's going on in San Francisco he's not this is his hometown. This is where he's from. I'm sure his kids were born in San Francisco. And nothing is being done. Nothing. The world is stepping all over San Francisco like they can do whatever they want to it. Elon Musk bought Twitter. And he's using Twitter. He's using that building like he can do whatever he wants with it. And guess what? He has been doing whatever he wants to it and with it. He's getting away with a lot of things. He's getting away with, with how Twitter's supposed to be ran, how the building's supposed to look. He's getting away with all that. You know, the, the, city's, the city can't do anything about it. He went over there and he changed the name on the Twitter building, got rid of the, the blue bird and put a big X on top of that building. It's kind of an eyesore for some people. Depends if you're an Elon Musk fan, if you're a Twitter fan. 
But there's so many things that needs to be fixed in San Francisco. And nothing is getting done. Nothing. Nothing. Everybody always says, you know, you always rag on, you know, the mayor's office. You always rag on what's going on over there. You always rag on, you know, that office. Since that mayor's been in office, what has been done? What's positive that's been done in San Francisco? What? What's positive that's benefited us, the middle class workers? Nothing's benefited us, the middle class people, the one that's bringing in, you know, finance for the city. The ones that's coming home and we still have to deal with walking the streets and we still have to look over our shoulder because we're afraid we're going to get robbed. Because there's a lot of mental health mental health issues that needs helping in San Francisco, but uh, these guys are just walking down the street. I know you guys are going to say, Eric, well, this happens all over the Bay Area. Yeah, it all happens in the Bay Area. Vallejo, Oakland, Daly City, South San Francisco. It happens all over the Bay Area. But it happens more in San Francisco. A lot more in San Francisco. San Francisco is the biggest city in this Bay Area. The most visited city in the Bay Area. So you would think to keep our tourist economy going, to keep our tourists coming back to visit a beautiful city like San Francisco, that the mayor's office, the prosecutors would do what they can to keep this city clean. You would think they'd do what they can to keep people wanting to come back here. You would think that. But it's not happening. All we ever hear is, tourists, when you come back, be careful where you park your cars and be careful what you leave in your cars. Because people will follow you. And they'll look in your car and they'll smash the windows and take whatever is valuable. It doesn't even have to be valuable but they'll still take it. And I'm not just picking on the tourist. It's not just the tourist because it's us San Franciscans also. I know a few people that I work with who they're on their fourth time trying to, you know, fix their car. Like it was the fourth time I got to fix my car, man. It's like everywhere, every time I go somewhere, every time I do something, someone's breaking into my car. It's the truth. It's always happening. You don't have to be in the most visited crime area for this to happen. You could be in front of your house. You could be in front of your work. You could be anywhere there. And it's going to happen. Why does it happen? Because again, these prosecutors, the mayor's office, they're not doing anything to fix it. They're not doing anything to deter people to stop doing what they need to do they're not saying like hey if you do this again this is going to happen to you no nope. they do it 24 hours later they release them 24 hours after they release them they say we're dropping the charges there's not enough evidence to keep them or to prosecute them so to these criminals what are they saying they're saying i can do this in san francisco because they're not going to do anything about it they're not 
And before you guys say it's a race thing, it's not a race thing. It's a criminal thing. It's a criminal thing. Everybody that's being prosecuted are different nationalities. So it's not a race thing. Someone brought that up to me the other day. You think it's because of, you know, this and that? I'm like, no. Because these drug dealers that are selling drugs over in the Tenderloin, you know, they're, they're different nationalities. So it's not a race thing. It's just the prosecutors, the mayor's office, they don't feel like doing anything. All they want to do is make themselves look good. That's all they want to do. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to make themselves look good. They're trying to make themselves be like, this is the reason why I'm in office. This is the reason why I want to be in office. That's all they're doing it for. Is it working? I don't know. But we're sitting here doing what we need to do. We're sitting here as citizens of San Francisco trying to fight crime. You know, it's one of those. I saw this story where a guy came out of his house because somebody was stealing his catalytic converter. This was over there like in Noe Valley, Twin Peaks area. Somebody was trying to steal his catalytic converter. He came out with a baseball bat, chased them out, hit somebody, hit one of the thieves with a baseball bat to try to deter him. He wasn't trying to hit him to kill him. He was trying to hit him to get him away to, to deter him from what's going on. He connected, he hit the guy. And then the guy later on sues. He sues that person that he was stealing from. And guess what? They prosecuted that guy. The owner of the... the the owner of the catalytic converter, they prosecuted him, found him guilty for assault. He served maybe like two months in jail, paid a fine, something like that. But tell me how ridiculous that is. The guy was protecting his property making sure no one would steal a catalytic converter. If you guys had a catalytic converter stolen before, you know how much it costs to replace. So all he did was, let me make sure no one steals my catalytic converter. He swung his bat just to deter him. Accidentally hits the guy and he gets prosecuted. But the ones who were trying to steal. Guess what the prosecutor said? You're right. There's not enough evidence for us to prosecute Mr. So-and-so. So we're dropping the charges. But someone who's trying to protect their property, someone who's trying to show that 
I need my property here, gets prosecuted. You're listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. I almost don't know what to say. I mean, it's just, this is where San Francisco's heading. This is what San Francisco's becoming. San Francisco throughout, most of San Francisco is gentrified right now. An exception to the Sunset District, that's still kind of old school San Francisco, but it's getting there. Richmond District, not so gentrified, but it's getting there. But everywhere else, Western Edition, The Mission, Marina, North Beach, everywhere you go, pretty much in San Francisco, South of Market has probably gone through the biggest change since I've been in San Francisco. Still need to clean up a couple areas. Ninth Street. Sixth Street. Those are the areas that need to clean up. But other than that, businesses are, are leaving South of Market area because of the crime rate. If you guys like to visit Tad's Steakhouse, here in San Francisco, and I know a lot of you guys who loves Tad's Steakhouse. They're contemplating on closing. I heard that news. I'm like, wait, 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 what? You better not close Tad's Steakhouse. But the fact that all these other businesses are closing due to crime, due to high cost of rent, due to prosecutors not prosecuting it is unsafe for businesses to run their businesses in San Francisco. So the only way they can deal with what they need to deal with is they just close down. They say, we're done. We can't be here anymore. For you guys who are San Franciscans and remembers Tad Steakhouse, it used to be on Powell between Ellis and O'Farrell, and then they moved around the corner to Ellis Street. Bigger place, right across from John's Grill. If you haven't been there, go check it out. It's pretty cool. I, they still kind of added some of the cool ambiance from the old text, Tad Steakhouse. But Tad Steakhouse is thinking about closing. Why? Because of what's going on in downtown San Francisco. Because of prosecutors not prosecuting what needs to be or who needs to be prosecuted. That's why. And us taxpayers who live in San Francisco, we have to deal with it. Us taxpayers who are here in the city have to deal with it. It's one of those things where we just want to be able to come to this, come, come home, relax, not have to deal with anything that's going on. We watch the news. We see all the negative things that's going on with the news. We want to go buy our business. We want to try to raise our families here in the city, but we can't. 
about five years ago, there was a guy who ran a cool shoe running store here in San Francisco. When him and his wife got married, of course, they wanted to have kids. They wanted to have babies. But he's afraid to raise his kids in San Francisco and asked me, how'd you guys do it? And I said, we're local. We're San Franciscans. We've seen the changes. We've dealt with the changes. And you just stay away from whatever problems, you know, if there's an issue going on downtown, you stay away from downtown. If there's an issue going on, you know, in the mission district, you stay away from the mission district. Pretty much how it was. Still how it is. There's a riot going on in City Hall. I'm not going to go to City Hall and say, oh, let's go see what this riot's about. Stay away. Mind your business. It's pretty much what I told him. Him and his wife did the best they can to raise their kids here in San Francisco. But with COVID and the rise of rent here in San Francisco, I haven't seen or heard from them since. I don't even see them on Facebook anymore. But that's how how it is. San Francisco is driving the honest living people away. And I'm not going to lie, I'm one of them. I'm looking to get out of San Francisco. Guaranteed, if I hit any of these lotteries, any of them, any of them, if I hit any of them, you're going to hear the next podcast, watch the next vlog in a different city. Might still be in the Bay Area, might not. Might be in Anaheim, maybe Flagstaff, Arizona, I don't know. Financially, this is the place for me to be right now. But you remember how everyone says, don't ever forget where you come from. Tony Bennett says, I left my heart in San Francisco. Rest in peace. But it's the truth. You always come back in San Francisco. You always come back to the city you grew up in. You always come back to the place. But right now it's hard. Right now I want to leave. Right now every time I turn, I walk down the street. Literally I'm looking over my shoulder. And it's not because my hair is longer. It's not because I'm freaking out because there's something waving in the back of my left and right shoulder and coming to figure out it's just my hair. It's not because of that. It's funny, but it's not because of that. It's because San Francisco's not doing enough to make this a safe place to live anymore. This is coming from a San Franciscan. I drive along Geary Street, Geary Boulevard, sorry. I drive along Geary Boulevard five, six times a day, a week, five, six times a week. And I can tell you which mediums has a a little homeless gathering. They have a little homeless 
you know, encampment going on up there by Masonic Trader Joe's. One of the sidewalks over there. It's full of homeless people, full of tents. They're not bothering anyone. They're not breaking in the cars. Those aren't the ones who break in the cars. Those are different people. But it's kind of a, just an eyesore. That's all it is. You know, again, San Francisco's not doing anything. They're not fixing anything. What they're doing is they're keeping San Francisco for themselves. And again, I said this in the last podcast. Maybe not the last one, but the one before that. We work a nine to five. We struggle to make that paycheck to paycheck. They live in a nice high rise somewhere in the city where they're driven to work every day. They have security on them 24 seven. They have somebody waiting. I want this food. Can you buy this for me? They don't have to step into a grocery store unless they're doing some kind of event, unless they're being asked. Not like us, where we have to walk into these cr crime areas. It could be a crime in progress, and we still have to walk through that. And nothing's done about it. Nothing. We look over our shoulder just to be safe. As soon as someone's getting robbed, the first thing we do, instead of calling 911, we take our phones out and we start recording because we want more views on our social media than we do wanting to help one another. And then when the police ask for help, they say, hey, we need everyone's help. Anyone who's been here, anyone who's figured or who's seen this, please reach out. Everyone all of a sudden becomes quiet and they want nothing to do because that's a society we live in. That's a society we're in right now. I don't want to help anybody because this person didn't help me. And that's the society. That's what the prosecutors are doing right now. I'm not prosecuting because there's not enough. I don't know. Money in it for me. I don't know. That's how I see it. Not enough money in it for me. It's terrible. It's terrible. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always jumping on. Thank you guys for being patient with me. If you guys follow me on the recaps and reviews podcast, I haven't touched any of the podcast channels in a while. I apologize. I, I do apologize. I've been busy, been, you know, doing a lot of things. Um, had a birthday week. And since then, I just didn't feel like doing anything. Now, for you guys who waited till the end to find out what's going on with the daily Eric B's daily vlogs, 
I stopped my vlog at 888, and that was an interview vlog with Roberta Sparta from Obi-Wan. Someone asked me, can you get back out in the city? Can you get back out in the city and show us San Francisco? Show us what we're missing around San Francisco. And I said, you know what? Yes. Yes, I will. So I'm going to charge up the batteries on everything that I need to go all around San Francisco again. Now it's going to not going to be daily. It's probably going to be every other day for now. But my whole goal is to go from 888 to 1,000 before the year's over. That's right, you heard me. A thousand. I want to get to a thousand vlogs before the year is over. Whether it's going to be short clips here about San Francisco, short clips and a little travel, whatever, whatever the vlog is, I want to get back to Eric B's daily vlogs. I got to remember that's how I got started. I'm loving the podcast. I'm loving the people that I'm reaching out with the podcast, but I got to remember where I started from was vlogging. So I'm going to get out. I'm going to vlog. I'm going to let you guys listen and watch all the things that I've, that I do when it comes to vlogging. And we will go from there. That's what I'll do. No time frame on when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Guaranteed. Just again, no time frame. Someone asked me to go to the stairs on Sanchez and 19th so they can get a visual of what it looks like. So that's probably going to be the first place that I'm going to visit. But again, there's no time frame on when. But I'll be there. Trust me. Show you guys hidden secrets of San Francisco all over again. But again, I want to thank you guys for being patient. Thank you guys for always being here. Thank you guys for supporting me and the podcast channels. For you guys who were on my Patreon account, that is no longer around. It's still there, but I don't use it as much because um, there's other ways and means that I'm getting, you know, compensated. And for you guys who are out there, thank you guys for doing that for me as well. But I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for jumping on. Thank you guys. I the next podcast will be something a little bit more positive unless something happens that I can't be positive, like what's going on in the city. Try to be positive, but I can't be positive, so I can't guarantee anything. But until next time, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always jumping on. The podcast is ended, guys. Go in peace. Thanks for listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. And again, rest in peace to Mr. San Francisco himself. The loveliness of Paris. Mr. Tony Bennett. Somehow sadly gay. The glory that was Rome is of another day. I've been terribly alone. And forgotten in Manhattan I'm going home To my city by the bay
I left my heart in San Francisco. High on a hill It calls to me To be where little cable cars Climb halfway to the stars The morning fog may chill the air. I don't care, my love waits there in San Francisco. Above the blue And windy sea When I come home to you San Francisco Your golden sun will shine for me Thanks for listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B.